This is the Bull Mountain Brothers Podcast. Does it classify you as an adult to own an umbrella? What's the other one you use? Grubhub or something? Grubhub? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not getting it for you. So now he's the yawn guy? This is the BNB Network, and you're listening to the 54th podcast of the Bull Mountain Brothers. What's up, fellas? What's going on? I was going to say something, but I just... No, go ahead. I don't know if you... No, please say, don't. Please. I know what I... What I, are you I, about I, to, I already know. I already know. Yeah. I... Uh, let me just... <laughs> let me get in front of this one. <laughs> okay. I actually did have a little bit of a, uh, a scare there. I didn't know if I had the right number for the first time. That is... I If I was... I tried this, to I'd, not I'd talk about 62. His, I don't know. I tried to not talk about it, and he complained last week about oh. how he didn't want to talk about it. No, no, no. I thought you were going totally different with this. I thought you were going to go into what's in front of my face right now. Oh, thank no, God. no, 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 no. I was going to talk about why Riley's wearing my hat, but we won't get into that. Oh, oh ouch. Jesus. Wow. That's not at all what I thought you were going to talk about. Let's not call him out and be bald. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thanks, I guess. That's brutal. I would say I'm not bald. Um, Just add an I-N-G to the end of that. Balding, maybe. It's all coming from your head down to your face. Yeah, I got quite the quite the beard going on. Sorry, I can't even talk right now. My feelings are hurt. (laughs) Another weekend has gone by, and another weekend of not doing anything outside. Even though it was beautiful this weekend, it was. But Ramsey and I have been like hardcore, like working on the house. We have trying to get it. clean it's a big that was a big yawn by matt just now it was a big yawn. everybody that caught that (laughs) well ramsey and i are gonna be gone the entire month of march so i mean by saying i mean every weekend not we'll be here to do the podcast yeah every weekend we'll be and so we are trying to get the house like straight well and i'm also next time you come over sean you'll be happy to see that i have created a couple square bedrooms basement the basement one's sick as sick Super mm-hmm. sick. And then I turned the other one. It's got three beds in it. A bunk bed. It's called the lodge. Oh, the old studio is the, the old, the old studio is now oh. is now where people come to stay when they go hunting. And, and I'm if I'm understanding this right, it sounds like we got some windows to put in this uh this spring. Yeah, like fourteen summer. of them. <laughs> Big ones too. Couple hours. Yeah. Couple hours. <laughs> um you will be sad to hear that your futon is out of commission. Yeah, but you have your own entire room now. You can even bring a friend with you. There's enough beds in there. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I ask when I stay at the Rutschke Dome is that I get to sleep with Jade. So She is back home. Let's talk about that. Uh, I don't know. We've never talked about that on here, but Jade, um, for the first time in 2023, is living at my house again as of last weekend. So that's cool, which is my lab. And if you listen to our blog, it was the lab that got read. cancer. Huh? Read our blog. I said if you read. Our blog. Listen is what you said. If, I, if you read our blog, if, no, you said if you listen. If you read, I'm and, saying right now, I'm correcting myself. If you read and listened, because it is narrated by uh, um, Morgan Liam Neeson, Leonard Nimoy. Um, who the fuck is Leonard Nimoy? <laughs> you don't know who Leonard? This is back to our intro last week. You don't know who Leonard Nimoy is? No, dude. You ever I, watch Star we, Trek? I will talk about that real quick. Okay. I tried to rent that movie. Which one? And I was gonna post on our uh, Bull Mountain Brothers story. About how like it was just gonna be me pushing the play button on a river runs through it, and you can't get it anywhere. You the only place it has is Paramount Plus, and you're Amazon slash Paramount Plus 
subscription doesn't allow it. Hmm. I think you can buy it on Vudu. I don't have Vudu. Well, just ask Matt. He owns every movie that's I ever have it. Matt's, Matt's always like, hey, sign in my Vudu, and then I get kicked out like the next day, so I don't use it. You can't you can't sign into the voodoo of Amy's watching a movie because she'll just knock your ass. No 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 out no no no. no, no. You Total. can you can be logged. You just can't watch the same thing. I I know that's what I'm saying. As yeah. soon as we're watching a movie and someone like stops our movie, then everyone oh, on our right. account. Stops. We used to do that with Netflix, dude. I get so triggered. Be like, it can't, you'd be watching a show and then someone that like doesn't even. Yeah, I'd log in onto the website and like remove that account from it. Well, that's the problem with like the Yellowstone. Um, my parents bought it on Voodoo. And so, like, me and all my siblings, that's how we were just, just, uh... That's how he bought it on Amazon? Yeah, we were just scratching to get to watch it, and, um, so we all, we were all logged into their Voodoo and stuff, so we were on there, and it's funny, because we have group check, group text, and it's, like, every Monday, because that's when it comes out on Voodoo, is on Mondays, was, like, who's watching Yellowstone? Because you go in, and it'd be, like, 11 minutes in, and you're, like, play from the beginning, and somebody texted, what the hell are you doing? I'm watching this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, it's, I think it'd be funny to see, like, to pull up your own personal subscription plans and see, like, just go into a deep dive of, like, how many people have just been leeching off of your subscriptions. You know what's really weird is, like, I, like, on this topic is, so I, my Hulu account, right, uh, me and my wife pay for, uh, we're adults now, uh, we have our own Hulu. Anyway, um, I got free Hulu with my internet. Really? Yeah. But anyway, so like I'll go into like my account because she has hers for all of her stuff she watches and I have mine for all my shows. And like mm-hmm. my recently played is like shit I've never even heard of. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, somebody's hacking. I went on there on my account and it showed in my account there was like eight different logins on it. And it was like LG TV. And then it was like uh, some laptop and like an iPhone and some seven-year-old lady down the street watching shots. What the hell is so? I literally went in and kicked out everyone, and then us. Like, all right, who's gonna be the first person to text me? I know, but (laughs) I didn't give that password to anybody. I don't know. It was weird. It's just that I guarantee we have exes that still use our shit. Oh, probably. And old friends, like uh, ex roommates, probably. Maybe. Maybe not. Do you guys have Tubi at your house? No. No, I don't even know what that is. I use I use Fubo. Oh, because River Runs Through It was on Tubi. Was it? Oh, yeah. I don't have that. I own a disc DVD copy. Dude, I almost exclusively just, like, I, I don't care about just buying and renting movies anymore. That's all I watch. I just exclusively use Amazon Prime now. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's got everything. Like, well, because they're linked to HBO Max and Paramount now, so it's like... Do you not use soap today? <laughs> what? Oh. Where'd that come from? Do, you do not, I stink? No, do you not use soap today? You've never heard of this? Would you watch oh, the Young and the Restless, Sean? I'm just kidding. I'm just. You've heard of this, right? No, I, I haven't. No. no, this is like a thing that came out in like when COVID hit because everybody's staying home. Somebody somewhere. It's is totally, it a movie? No, it's a website on the internet. It's totally 100 percent illegal. Is but it they, like Put Locker? No, but they remember that from back in the day. No, I don't. I do. But this they my roommate showed that in college. They ba- it's basically a website that has every new movie in it. They they could have movies that are in theaters still. Like where someone went in there and recorded it. No, like it's, no <laughs> it's not. I thought it was too, but like no. someone took Matt's phone in there and recorded it, and you can see like the only problem. The only problem is wherever. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Baked potato Samsung. Anyway, no, it's like it's like full quality movies. The sound on. I mean, I've heard people say the sound sucks on it, but I don't think huh. it does. But like you go in. The problem is though, is you can't click on anything. 
you have to click three times because it pulls up an ad and it's definitely a virus. So you just got to be quick enough to hit X on those and you can do it three times, then it's all good. Wow, Sean, thanks for that tidbit. Thanks for telling us how are we, you break the How are we two weeks in a row of talking about movies? Do we really have know. nothing else to talk about? I, I mean, it's just... I'll tell you what, we have something to talk about. Let's talk about the thing that we haven't talked about. Let me look, look at my notes here. We have notes here? <laughs> uh, let's talk about... Um, one, two, three. If anybody four. says anything about number two, I'm going to punch you in the throat. No, no, no. Okay. The fifth one down has two bullets underneath of it. One, two, three, four. Oh, that'll be next week's. Endeavors. Oh, what is happening? Uh, Matt, let me ask you this. What's happening on March 13th and March 15th? I'll be on a cruise. <laughs> What's happening for Bull Mountain Brothers on March 13th and 15th? Uh, we actually have a, uh, a booth, I, I guess you would call it a booth, right? I would, I would go further than that and say that we actually have like an entire night dedicated to this the, company, the Starlight Foundation and Bull Mountain Brothers. Yeah, yeah, we're running. Uh, we're partnering with a local tavern, as you would say, a bar, couple. and a couple of them owned by the same guy. Thank you, Reed, for letting us do this. Um, and what are the bars? Uh, we're going to the High Horse. Is it the, is it called the High Horse yeah. Saloon or saloon. just the High Horse? No, High, no, horse, high saloon. horse Saloon. High Horse Saloon and the Squire Lounge in Billings. Uh, we'll have some marketing stuff come out. It'll be, well, this podcast will come out Friday, so it'll already be out by the time we talk about this, but I think that it's finally, I'm happy that we can finally talk about it because it's been something we've been working on. Um, some like local community outreach. For sure. And uh, more opportunity to raise money for Starlight, which is like really... One of our and it's going to be a bingo dedicated bingo night. To yeah, us. that's that's a big benefit for us because <clears throat> people are going to be winning. They're going to be feeling good, and we're going to be there as uh, representing Beaumont Brothers and Starlight Foundation. Well, what is what are we doing while we're there, Rams? Like, what is our pre- uh, presence? Selling turkey raffle tickets. Yeah, and we'll have merchant. We'll have what's left of our merchandise, which um, it's really three different T-shirt designs. Does that sound right? Um, actually it's four. There is technically four. Um, we're going to bring limited quantities limited on. So essentially what we have, um, you guys have all seen on, uh, if you've looked at BNB store, we've promoted on, um, socials about them. Uh, we got a camo coming out. Um, we got the green tea. We actually do have original podcast shirts left. That is very limited stock on those. That's the gray green and the blue or grayish blue. The um, original. And those are good shirts. Are, those yeah. are so comfortable. They're all quality. The flex fits. Um, we got uh, actually left on. Let's see here. So original hats are sold out. We have some of the orange Bull Mountain Brothers hats are going to be available. Those are still available. Are we have the camo. Store. Uh, we're completely sold out of the black and camo. Technically, we have two left, but we're going to say they're at a re- they're at a they're retail, retail location. location. But- um, but uh, camel long sleeve greens, everything I just said. Um, we got koozies we'll have for sale. Um, we're gonna have we got tons of raffle tickets. I mean, we're gonna be pushing those. Um, it's just gonna be a good time. I mean, everybody's gonna be having fun. Yeah, and I think another thing too is uh, we've talked about possibly like including the uh, you know if you win a bingo round, 
uh, there will be a couple rounds dedicated to a, a raffle ticket being included in that winning. So sure. uh, if you come and you win your bingo, you're also going to get a ticket to be entered. And then possibly, like, we might throw in a hat or something like that. Yeah. Too. So well, it's, it's, and the other thing we're going to do is bring dollars, people, because you can win a ticket for a buck. Yeah, we're going to ra- essentially raffle off a raffle ticket. Kind of like a 50-50 deal. We'll do a... Um, a dollar a ticket for whoever's in the bar and we'll draw that night. Yeah, and then just a little bit. It's just another way for you guys to get a chance. I mean, there's a, there's a dollar chance now for you to get a raffle ticket to get a turkey hunt. So, I mean, there's all kinds of opportunity. If you listen to this podcast and you're local, make sure to, to let's fill this place up. Let's, let's do read some justice and show how we can show up and let's fill these bars and let's get some bingo done and raise some money for the Starlight Foundation. Um, do we have addresses? Do you have that pulled up? Yeah. Well, why don't you go ahead and pull the poster up if you got it? Yeah, for sure I do. It's it's in email. If I, I'll, I'll keep talking about it he while you're looking it up. Actual poster made. Yeah, uh, Sean. Sean. Well, Sean's going to show you the poster. Uh, there is a spelling error on it, so don't <laughs> don't go. Did after you email me. it to me, or is that just on ours? Um, it might just be on. It's on ours. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So when you go to these things, I think the bingo starts at seven. Yes. Uh, we're gonna. Oh, I have on our poster here that we're gonna be there at six. Uh, we're gonna be there a little early so we can uh, actually sell tickets and stuff while you guys are sitting down and sell merchandise. And if you want to come talk to us, uh, we'll be there. And see, so, I mean, yeah, it's it's. I think if we fill these places up and raise a bunch of money, th- that's the best thing that we can do uh, to help our guys out. The Starlight. I, you know, we had an idea coming into this where we'd raise money for. Um, you know, at least one hunter to go with this raffle ticket. I mean, the more money, I mean, we have goals now that we could, we could send several guys on hunts this year. Um, and that's, that's really big to us. So, um, yeah, I'll just show you that once Sean pulls that up. Not what I wanted to do. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. And if, if all goes well, um, this is something that we're going to try and run. We're going to try doing these, Really, all year long. Yep, yep. Maybe every three months or something like that. Yeah. Um. And because we've had, we've got some. Uh, Sean had mentioned there's some things on this list here that we cannot talk about yet. But uh, come in a couple months from now, we'll we'll release that kind of stuff. Um. Even cooler stuff that we're gonna offer, and then we'll probably run some more localized events. Um. For you guys to come down and get a chance to win more stuff. Sean's about to get. And fired. there's gonna be some. Uh upcoming new raffles too that's gonna just blow people's minds yeah yeah i mean we like i said we just got some uh really awesome projects lined up and and really i think that my favorite thing about running projects through the company is that you ready for this yeah so here it is here's the the advertisement for that night i just wanted you to pull it up Boy, so the can... two metal guys on that poster are sexy i'd like to think so I don't know why. The mustache is coming up. back soon. Yeah. Holy shit. Can you zoom in on the middle of it, Sean? Wait, 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 whoa, whoa. Did we did we have to pay pawn stars for this picture? Oh my or Jesus. <laughs> just stop it. <laughs> just zoom in. Tom Lee. All right. So uh as you can see, the high horse saloon that we talked about. Uh there's the address for it right there. I can't read. Does it say 19? Okay, High Horse Saloon, 3953 Montana Avenue, March 13th, 6 p.m. And then we got the Squire Lounge, 1525 Broadwater Avenue, March 15th, also at 6 p.m. Um, let's see. Wow, this is beautiful. Thank you. I'm getting quite well at the... the you are. Shop. So... Um, I helped. Ramsey did help. Just 
it looks good. Yeah, so there it is. Uh, that's going to be... That's not next week. That's the week after, um, I believe. 20, yeah. Yeah, because the ninth would be Friday next week. Well, it'll be a week and a half after yeah. this Yeah, so basically, um, you have about 13 days, really, yeah. to two weeks to uh, make plans to make it there. And if you're closer to one location than the other, then um, we'll be at both. And, well, Matt won't be there. He's in California, but... Um, Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Ramsey, Sean, and I will be running both of these. And if you can make both of them, that would be amazing. And uh, yep. if, if not, come to one or the other. Um, so, yeah, there's that. I'm glad we got a chance to talk about that. We should probably talk about what this podcast is going to be about, huh? Yeah, this is, uh, we're Lodge, Lodge Crew, Lodge Crew episode number two this year. Uh, and uh, we've got some cool guys on. And heard from one before, one's a new. Yeah, one's been on here before. And then essentially his business partners here. Um, we're going to get right into that right now. We're here with the owners of FNH Contracting and Fence. How are we, boys? Good. How how we doing? Doing good. So if you guys have listened to the podcast now for almost the entirety, you've been hearing Ramsey's little jingle about halfway through or the beginning or the end of the podcast really have become our biggest working relationship, uh, are the you guys from FNH Contracting and Fence. Um, so we're happy to have you in the studio. Actually, this is Taryn's second time on here. Third. No, you didn't make uh, it to the finale. Did no, you? no, second time. Um, this, did we really go into FNH last time or was it more your personal? I can't remember. Um, we were kind of just shooting the shit to be honest, you know, didn't, didn't really get too in depth of either company. So let's, let's, we want to know a little bit more about you guys so everybody can get an idea of, um, like what kind of company you guys are, how we know you guys as really good guys personally, but let's get a little background on you both. First off, like how did you guys meet? Like, like how does your relationship come together? Um, back in high school, when I moved here, I went to senior and then started playing hockey, met a bunch of kids from the hockey team that were, they went to Skyview. So I transferred over to Skyview and heard about trap shooting. So once I got involved with trap shooting, I think that's how we met. Couldn't stand him when I first met him. It was hilarious. <laughs> we literally could not stand each other. But, I mean, we just talk shit to each other all the time, you know. So who knows? Maybe it built a better relationship that way. So you guys have been friends for a, a, a minute now, essentially. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's got to be close to 10 years now. What is... Now, do you guys both have backgrounds in fencing then that led to this point, like uh, in your younger years or? Um, well, I guess our first fencing experience together was for Rowdy. Yeah. We were we still were in high school. Probably juniors. Yeah. We, um, I think I met that dude at G&J in the Heights. Yeah, because we were getting something for one of my pickups and just randomly ran into him and then we Ended up working for him. Yeah, he asked us if we... That was when uh, Roundup had that big flood. So all of this dude's fence got flooded away or whatever. And, I mean, 75 bucks a day. That's that's where the fencing really started. Now, weren't you welding gates and stuff at a, at a certain point? Yeah, I worked for a local company welding all their gates and stuff right, right out of high school. Worked there for a, a little while and went and started doing road construction. Oh. Yeah, because that's what I yeah, I remember you guys telling me is uh, you guys really both did a lot of uh, road work um, in your early 20s. 
Um, and then kind of that, did that kind of lead you back to the fencing life or? Um, well for me, I, so I was doing road work. We were both doing road work for a company in town and we'd get laid off in the winter. Right. So I went to North Dakota and was building chain link around all these like oil wells because they kept having people that would get drunk and then like break their leg or something, you know, and then they would sue these big oil companies. So, um, yeah, what, what were you asking again? (laughs) Um, I don't know where I was going with this. That's my fault. I was saying like, I know that you took some time away from, from fencing and we're doing more like, uh, weren't you guys laying asphalt and guardrail and stuff? We're yeah, we were doing guardrail. So <clears throat> yeah, that's kind of how I got into the fencing. Though, is once we were laid off, I went out there, worked for a few months, and then I don't think I ever went back to guardrail. I think I got hired through another company that like this mother company owned, and then I started building Gee. like five rail barbed wire on the. Or five strand on the interstate. Okay, so you would say that of anything in your in your life, as far as uh, labor wise, fencing is like a talent that you took on more than anything. I would say so. Yeah. So where does more that a, like a craft? You know. Fast forward to when you started diving into this this new five wire adventure. Um, what did that lead you into to get to a point where? I mean, was there was there stepping stones to starting a business, or was it like you know you just woke up one day and you decided I'm gonna I'm gonna run a f- fencing company? Well, so I worked for that company with my brother, and we kept talking about starting our own fencing company. Like during that time, you know, and it just I don't know, business and family is tough, so it didn't really work out the way we both wanted it to. So. Me and Kyle were sitting at the house one day and just said, let's pull the trigger. Let's just do it ourselves, you know. Did you guys, that when you guys were laying asphalt and doing guardrail stuff, do you guys work together or was that different companies? Yeah, we, we never did any asphalt, but oh, um, I worked for two different guardrail companies, one of which I worked with Kyle like every day. So you guys basically developed a working relationship early on then. Yeah, way early. Yeah, when we were 18 is when we first worked together. So, I mean, it's been a lot of years that we've been working together. We just really understand each other. Like, we don't even have to talk to each other when we're working anymore. We know what needs to happen the next step. We just know what each other need the other one to do. And it's so crazy how fast that happens. It's quick. It is seriously quick. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but it's so crucial, too. You get so much more done, you know? Right. You can show up to a job. You know what needs to get done. And you could not talk for an hour and a half, and you guys got so much work done that you, like, look back and go, holy shit, we haven't even spoken a word yet. That's how about every morning goes, because neither one of us are really morning people, so it just <laughs> go do what needs to happen for the first hour of every day. And I mean, There's yeah, very little spoken to each other. It could be the first eight hours, you know? We just... Like when you work with somebody this long too, you start to pick up on like their habits, you know, what, like how their mind thinks when I get done with this, I know that Kyle is instantly going to go over here and do this or whatever, you know, let me reiterate what he just said in the beginning of that. The first eight hours, 
<laughs> Let's talk about work work ethic here. I mean, seriously. Yeah, I think that's always been like my favorite thing about, um, especially like, I keep coming to you guys and be like, I want you guys to be the face of our advertising because I really appreciate a, a company that um, is hardworking. And, you know, for me is like, let's just say for me as a homeowner, right? I have obviously like, I do most everything. My dad and I do all the, you know, sheet rocking in the house and everything we do ourselves. But when I start to outsource something I can't do, I look into stuff like, let's just say fencing and is an example here. There's a lot of people in town that claim to be fencers that when you look at their work, it's really low quality. It's not straight, you know, you know what I'm saying? And when I, I've been on a couple of your guys' job sites and it's like every time, like it looks very good. Like it looks like you actually take and put um, like your heart into what you're doing. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think me and Kyle are both uh, like very attention to detail people, you know? So um, we don't necessarily just try to get in and blow jobs out. <clears throat> We're just looking for like the top quality on every single thing that we touch, you know? every different style of fence, whatever it is. So I asked Nick this last week, um, who was our guest and he had a business, um, of his own. And I like to ask, you know, guys that come on that own their own businesses and whatnot, but what does FNH look like right now? Like what are, what is, what is the, the everyday life look like and what are your goals as a company? I mean, right now, with the ground being frozen it's our slow season you know so right now we're just really getting caught up on like bookkeeping and stuff like that <clears throat> and then getting ready for the next year but i i really would like to see this company get into like state work you know start doing these seven figure jobs okay and, and you were saying you were welding gates before you got you guys make your own gates now too for customers per per event or is that a possibility or yeah i mean really the only <clears throat> gates that we need to weld is on chain link jobs everything else we like wire we'll usually make a wire gate or do like a one of the prefab metal gates and then like all of our wood fences we build our, our gates are 100 percent made out of wood okay i think that's both of our favorite thing is doing wood and it's we take passion. an immense amount of yeah, pride in our yeah. wood especially our gates on those I think those uh, turn out really good. Yeah, I, I would say wood is definitely my favorite fence because kind of to get back to what Riley was saying is with these other companies, that a wood fence is where you'll notice like if somebody really knows what they're doing or if they just threw it together. Well, and I, I think that um, I'm lucky to be such good friends with Sean too because I've seen a lot of Sean's work as a, as a contractor, a guy who owns his own construction business. And that's the thing I always know as a Sean, you know, like personally – when I'm building something at home, I, I make sure that my lines are good enough. But I remember like Sean, every time he does a cut, especially when we we're building the studio, it was straight line, straight line, right on the mark, right on the mark. And it looks clean. You know what I mean? And that's what I noticed. Like when I, I remember coming out to one of your job sites once and you were doing like a light colored wood fence, uh, just a basic, um, like a privacy fence for a cedar. For, yeah, it was a cedar fence, and it was beautiful. Like I just, I've never looked at a fence and been like, "Wow, that is just really um, an attractive fence." <laughs> you know what I mean, like, oh, like who, it, who really thinks that? You know what I mean? And I thought that then I was like, "Wow, I wish that was my fence." So, are you guys that like? You obviously saw the influx of cedar pickets. 
when uh, it got astronomical. He couldn't get them. If he wanted to, they were an arm and a leg. I'll tell you a story about that, too. Um, so if you guys get out and you get somebody who wants a you know stained, finished style, any any basically style cedar fence, are you guys a pre-finished type? Do you guys go and paint all the pickets before, or do you just set the fence and go out there with a the sprayer? We've actually had to do both. So... In one instance, there's a lady in the Heights. She had a very, like, small fence she wanted built. It was kind of like a, I don't even really remember why she wanted it, wind or something. But she had this little garden, and there's a chain link existing there. So there was, I mean, say it was 40 feet or whatever it was. We pre-stained all those. But for the most part, we'll just build it and then stain the entire fence at the end. I mean, at the end of the day, when you own a, this type of business where it's basically a process to get to a finished outcome, there's always that question in the back of your mind, what's more efficient, you know? Oh, and 100%. It's, it runs through your brain every day and you try it, you could try it a hundred different ways in 20 different jobs, you know what I mean? Like it's just every individual small detail. Um I will say though, because because of owning a construction company, I do a lot of like insurance siding stuff, things like that. I get a lot of people that ask me if I do fencing, and I have actually given your name out several times, which I need to get your number from Riley because I, I mean, do you are you guys on like Google and stuff like that? Yeah. Yep. Okay, that was what I was just just to let you know, Sean, their number is on every single podcast episode for like <laughs> episodes. Yeah, I, I actually I, yeah. So go ahead and listen to the Bull Mountain Brothers podcast, Sean. Oh, so I, I want to get that. Number. What text or call? Though. Oh, you have a new number? <laughs> yeah. Oh well, that we, number is still good, but we do have a new number too. I'll drop it right now, and I'll just listen for it later. Yeah, it's real new. Um, oh, that's fine. It's fine. We'll just talk. Five five five. No, it's four zero six six nine four eighty one forty three. I believe. Okay, perfect. Whatever it is, if that's not it, let me call I it will, right now. Uh, <laughs> I'll plug it into this episode so you guys can and Riley do the same. But as I was saying, no, I definitely. I don't know. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I have certain things within construction that I'm like would rather eat a bowl of nails than do. And I'm going to tell you right now that fencing is one of them. Really? I, it's awesome that you guys, I mean, you enjoy it because you do it every day. You have to, or else you're going to be miserable. Um, but it's cool to see a lot of guys that like the guys that are really just in one niche. You know what I mean? Like you guys obviously do several different styles of fence. I don't know how you do vinyl fence. That stuff is just, obnoxious to me but it's it's good to see that you guys are i mean you have a passion for it and you take your time and make your finished outcome look you know the best it possibly can yeah see vinyl is honestly one of the easiest you just gotta learn the little tricks and then it goes super easy oh man we can throw vinyl together very fast and i don't mean throw it like in a bad way it's just once everything's set and like now you start putting your pickets in or whatever you know there's there's nothing you're going to like screw up there. Right. So you're just putting them, you're literally like slapping them together really quick. So I did have to have to learn how to do a vinyl fence um, only because I sent an arrow through a neighbor's fence. Um, and of course it was the corner at a post. So was, I mean, it was made, that your current location? No. Oh, no. Um, this was like two years ago, but uh it's funny when you don't realize, I mean, not to get, I mean, we are here with the two owners of F&H, so we might get a little nerdy on some of the fencing stuff, but 
I didn't realize there was different thicknesses of vinyl. So I went out to a, you know, fencing location that you can buy materials from. And uh, what is it? Five, is it five eighths and three quarter in vinyl that you can get? Or am I, do I have that wrong? Um, Like typically. Yeah. yeah. So I bought the smaller one at first. Um, and uh, the corner cap or the post caps and everything, getting those off, they sell, do you guys silicone those? One corner. That That's the, the key. They silicone every cap on this fence. So me trying to get that cap off of the flat bar without cracking it was nearly impossible. I ended up having to buy a new cap. Um, finally got the... To hit those ones and break them. <laughs> I mean, I just wanted to make it as cheap as possible for me because I was like, well, shit, I sent an arrow through your fence. Um, there's a lot to fencing that I feel like a lot of people don't fully understand. Well, unfortunately for me in my lifetime of like... My dad somehow knows how to fence really well. My dad's like, a, he knows how to do everything. I don't know. They don't, army knife. they don't build them like him anymore. But um, I would never personally, like, it's just too much, like, especially when you guys talk about the wood fence, it's like too much trying to make it line up and shit that just would drive me crazy. And I don't know. That's just, that's just my opinion on it. See, but I don't know. I'm the kind of person where it drives me crazy. Like if it's not entirely straight, perfectly straight, you know, or whatever the, whatever you're trying to achieve. And I'm sure there's a lot of tricks and knowledge and stuff that just gets you to make it faster. But for me, I feel like I would just mess around all day with trying to get posts lined up and, you know, you dig a hole in the ground and all of a sudden it's off. So, you know, two inches and that would be me personally. See, and getting like back to our guardrail experience that really helped in fencing and like some aspects of, we call it eyeballing. So, I mean, say you're pounding like a barbed wire fence, but this guy wants only wood posts, right? All of his line posts are wood. The wire on the ground, like as you're following it, can sometimes like throw your posts off a little bit. So you're you're constantly trying to like put your post on the wire or whatever, right? But eyeballing them in at the same time so you're trying to figure out which is the best you know what looks the best that makes sense um so let me let me think here there's a there's a good question i had about um we hear you guys on the the ad every podcast but just for the people that um may not know enough or want a little know a little bit more like can you tell us about everything that you guys do do in your company and uh like what like what your do do <laughs> <laughs> that you do accomplish in your company like what do you guys do on a, on a like what do you offer your clients um so well we just strive to offer the best quality and craftsmanship we can provide you know with the best material is essentially what it comes down to so with that whether it be vinyl chain link i mean different variations of either wood we do cedar split rail egg fencing i mean pretty much cover the board ornamental concrete we got a stuff called rhino rock we got a job for it it's literally a concrete fence that we're going to be doing so i mean we offer almost everything when it comes to fencing so if i'm a guy on the street and I'm thinking, you know, I need to go get my fence done. Um, I, and I'm going to call F and H because I heard them on the Bull Mountain Brothers podcast. Uh, what what are the, what do they need to do? They just call you and then they set up a 
like consultation or what, what do they do? Yeah. There? So we'll, we'll set up a time where we can come out to the property. We'll measure everything out, make sure all the gates are exactly where you want them. And then we'll put a quote together and then go from there. Okay. Awesome. Discuss um, best, best options. Like a lot of times we'll end up like, we'll give them a quote for like chain link and vinyl. Like we'll do stuff like that for the same job. Just give out, give them options. And do you guys do uh, like repair on fence too? Like if a guy has like a, uh, a tornado, not a tornado, but a hailstorm's more likely. Hey, tornado and billings, man, this happened. Uh, a, a hailstorm comes through and ruins all the vinyl. Will you guys? Do you guys work with like insurance companies and do bids like that? Yep, yep. Absolutely. It's a lot of fun, isn't it? Oh, it is. Yeah, and uh, we try to we try to help customers with their deductibles in those cases too whether i mean however that works yeah and no, i get that um so i guess final question here um before you know just to talk about f and h we're going to go into some other uh stuff about you guys here in a second um but for f and h as a whole um if you were trying to get one person to be convinced to use you guys versus uh jack and jill fencing um, what, what is the reason that we would use you versus someone else? Quality. Yeah. That, there's a lot of factors in that, man. I mean, just, I say like our, our work speaks for itself. You know, if you look at some of these other companies in town and I'm, I'm not trying to like throw shade at all of them because there is some great competition in this town, but I would say the majority of them are very subpar. I would say what really would set us apart from a lot of them is currently we don't have any employees. You have the two people who own the company doing your job. So we're going to care about it the most, care about the reputation the most. And we're the ones out there doing it, doing the quality control, doing it all. Like it's our name on the line. There's not an employee that's out there who says, oh, screw it. No, we're going to do whatever we can to do it the best we possibly can. I like that. That's a good pitch. Yeah, yeah it is. that's been engraved in my brain for a long time now. Shout out to Kevin Kitchen for that. So to essentially to wrap this uh, questions about F and H up, have you guys? So I've known some fencing companies in the past, and I don't know if this is what you guys your vision. But have you guys ever thought about doing like custom railings as well? Because I mean, it kind of goes hand in hand if you think about it. Like more, more in a general contracting. I mean, if somebody's got a nice patio that they got and they want a railing built around it. I mean, I've seen a lot of fencing. Could you guys, is that something that you guys would be able to like, if somebody approached you and you, you guys could do that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We got to, I mean, we're building the deck here once the weather gets better. Hey, will you save some for me out there? Okay. Relax. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, awesome guys. I'm glad you could come on and kind of give, give the audience more of a, understanding of what you do uh the best ways to contact these guys is the number that we're going to leave we just talked about we'll leave it in the we'll, we'll do a different we'll do something different maybe we'll update our our ad read do you remember the number 406 <laughs> <laughs> um but these guys have social media too they're on facebook uh it's just fnh contracting events i believe yep. uh we've shared them before so you can check them out on there um is there any other yeah we have Instagram, we have a marketing company. I mean, we can be found pretty much anywhere. We have a Pinterest, like LinkedIn. I mean, you name it. Grubhub. 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about Grubhub. Deliver <laughs> uh, a cheeseburger and a vinyl fan. <laughs> Might be an expensive cheeseburger. So yeah, check these guys out. Um, if you head down and do some work with them, make sure you let them know that the Bull Mountain Brothers sent you, um, and they'll get you right on a quote right away. So um, thanks for coming, guys. We'll see you later. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're gonna move, we're gonna move on to uh, a little more less business and talk about. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, the fact that, like, I think the the big reason that we all know each other, and the fact that I think you guys are willing to throw your business in this kind of atmosphere, is you guys are outdoorsmen yourselves. Um, you guys grew up fishing a lot. Because I, I would say you guys are are big fishermen, wouldn't you say? Yeah, me and Kyle used to go fishing like two to three times a week. It's more than that most weeks. Do you guys see yourself too busy with fencing now, or are you guys making time to go do some some outdoor activities right now? Summer time's hard. It's usually seven days a week we're working, and I mean, we try to when we can, but time's not really there. It's definitely our outdoor time has slowed way down. I can believe that, but I also I respect the grind too. But yeah, there there's also the other side of it too. You know, you work every day now like nobody else wants to, so we can live like nobody else can when we want to. I like that. It's a good good view. Um, I did have you, Taryn. You expressed to me recently that you want to do some more ice fishing because I guess that was something you did growing up. Yeah. Yep. So my parents bought a house in Minnesota right on a lake. We had a dock and. So growing up, I was out there fishing it all year round, you know, skipping school. I had a little wagon and a bike I would pull behind, and I would just go fish all day. So, there, I mean, I grew up fishing, like, northern and bass, crappie, panfish. Walters? Walters. You and uh, Kyle and Ramsey, I know, did a lot of the uh, the river fishing in high school. That was more drinking. More drinking. <laughs> I'm not, not surprised. Um, they were 21 years old in high school. Let's just put that out there. Right. <laughs> so as guys that that spend most of their time worrying about um, building your business, do you do you find yourself still having an interest in the outdoors? Like, do you pay attention to outdoor outlets or you know watch some hunting videos here and there? Like, does anything excite you in that realm anymore? Yeah, absolutely. Um, like, kind of like what I was saying earlier is one of my main goals with a company in general, like with just accumulating an amount of success that allows me to start doing hunts in Alaska or wherever it may be, you know, it's actually one of our goals for this year is we want to be able to, at the end of like our fencing season, we want to be able to go take a trip in Alaska and go fishing, go charter a boat up there. That's funny. That's actually our business plan too. <laughs> not not exactly Alaska, but it, it's a cool thing to think about is if you have that extra funds at the end of the year, you can take, cause, and I wouldn't put us on the lines of like meat eater and hush and stuff like that yet, but um, you see different companies in this atmosphere that they're traveling to go hunt every, every other week. And we just want to be able to do it once a year, you know? Right. So I could see where you're coming from on that. Well, and even like... Uh... <laughs> I mean, when it comes to us, is that, the, is that the Bull Mountain Brothers hammer that just took a took a jump? It must have been. Oh, like when it comes <laughs> to us, when we go do that thing, you know, that fishing thing? in Alaska or whatever, <laughs> um, that's we can still work. I mean, what is still just working? Create the yeah. content while we're there. 
True, true. I will say profit sharing is a hell of a thing. <laughs> Don't look. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Ramsey Ramsey told me that he was gonna have a segment ready for tonight. Yeah. It didn't it didn't it come didn't to fruition. Come to fruition. We have a top five list situation oh. potential. Shit. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to hear from these guys that we've never heard of called FNH Fish Fence Contracting and Fence. Con, con, fence and Contract. Yep. They yep. check out that ad read and we'll be right back. Perfect. I just wanted to take a moment of your time to talk to you about one of our sponsors, FNH Contracting and Fence, located in Billings, Montana. If you're looking to spruce up your yard or want a little more privacy for them summer backyard barbecues, or maybe you just need part of your fence repaired. Contact our friends at FNH Contracting and Fence by texting 406-661-7484. From front yards to farm yards and even chain link to vinyl, they've got you covered. Now back to the action. And we are back. One quick note here that I want everyone to know is if you are a Montanan, which most of you are, um, you need to remember that new licenses start in two days. So when this podcast comes out, it'll actually be over. But just know that as of right now, you need to put in for your new licenses, fishing, whatever, um, and then get ready to do your drawings because Elk coming up quick. Elk only has a couple weeks. So uh, I just come across the uh, article on FWP's website. And yeah, just a healthy reminder, if you're going fishing this weekend, make sure to get your new license. But that's all I had. So we're going to move into what we've been trying to do. Not trying to do. We just end up doing every Lodge Crew episode. Um, and we're going to do our favorite top five list. Um, I don't know where this one came out of. Maybe my brain. Was that... If you want to give yourself credit. <laughs> sure. I like to do that. <laughs> we are going to do top five sit down national chain restaurants. We're going to start with Shawnee Boy. We're going to go around the room. We're each going to give three, count them, three examples, and we're going to choose the top five from those examples. Let's uh, One at a time, though. Yeah, we're going to do one at a time here. Let's do your third first. So like your, your least, like you're not your favorite, your least favorite of their top three. And you're starting with me. Shh. I didn't even think about it. You're in the hot seat now, buddy. Man. Camera and everything. Oh, my gosh. You can elaborate on why you choose them, too. I've already got it. I've had it for 10 Seriously? minutes. Now. Oh, yeah. Super easy. All right. I'm going to throw in my number three. That's that's what we're doing, yeah. I'm going to go Famous Dave's. It's mm, a good one. That's a solid choice. That's actually one of my favorite barbecue places. I, I th- This is why I'll say it, because it's the food is quality. At all. I mean, honestly, like you could order. I've ordered a lot of things on this menu, and it always turns out good. Yeah. You get a freaking, the probably... The best cornbread, besides going down to the true south and getting some like grandma's cooking cornbread, and it's just—I mean, it's good. You know, you know what, what I mean? always like to do was uh, when I was in a past relationship, we would get that trash can, like appetizer thing, and share it. Sure, and it was like super affordable, and you got to try like every. It was like the the lid. It's right? the family yeah, yeah. feast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. yeah I I like that about famous days. Let's uh, why don't we move this through? Let's go clockwise here. Yeah, we could roll through the desks. Karen will be next, or the the desks. Yeah, they're desks over there. The guests will roll through. All right, Taryn, you're next. Number three. 
man. I'm probably just gonna gonna go something Italian. <laughs> just like Olive Garden. I don't know of anything like another big national Italian spot. Olive so Garden. Let's say Olive Garden. There's one that I've heard of before, but we don't have here. Um that's the problem is because we're like kind of like ge geographically de <coughs> declined here. Yeah, we, but we Olive Garden is a banger. It is. We used to go there all the time. Do you think they're on the decline though? I feel like I remember when I was like yeah. when I was like 15, Olive Garden was better than it is now. Like I mean, I agree. I think it's kind of played out, but I didn't know what else to choose. No, I no, I would have chosen I that was actually on my top three. No, but I mean, no, like, let's be honest here. Everybody in this room. Have, you've gone to Olive Garden, and you've have you ever been disappointed? No, food no. poisoning there once. That's disappointing. The tour of Italy is a classic staple from there. Oh yeah, Ramsey is a big chicken park. Yeah, but guy. I mean, honestly, like the problem I have there though, which is like most restaurants like this, is I go there and I eat so much salad that I'm like waiting for my dinner to go out. Take it home. Yeah, but never, I will never say had that problem. I will say. <laughs> The one thing that I always, always will bank on at Olive Garden is I don't know if a lot of people know this or not. If you're waiting on a tail or table, it's fifty percent off drinks at the bar. I didn't know that. It's fantastic. So I like to go there on nights when it's really busy because you can just go sit in the bar and get, I don't know, two dollar fucking Coors Lights. Uh, yeah, it's sad that fifty percent off is two dollars. So like all the rednecks and I don't know that for sure are going to be sitting at the Olive Garden bar now. Getting <laughs> hammered. I, I I will be honest here. I ordered food an hour ago. And little buzzer things going off. Table. They just never go. This <laughs> chuck it out the window. Yeah, I I'm going to be honest here. I have definitely done that before. Where I like it, my table has been ready, but I sat there for another half hour drinking fifty percent off. I believe beers. that. It is. I mean, why wouldn't you? Let's move on to Kyle here. Number three, I'd probably have to go with Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. It's not as good as Famous Dave's, but it's always good. The the thing about Texas Roadhouse is I've never been there and not had a good steak. No. And they're reasonable priced. I yeah. mean, they really are for, you, you know, you're going to get the same steak every time and it's going to be per cooked. I don't think I've ever had one that's not been cooked perfect. I want to ask Riley this because he's the, he's commanding this operation here. What happens when somebody puts in their list something that you're also going to put in your list? Oh, um, um, that's fine. Because then I think you would just double down on that. Like okay. that would make give it more votes to go into the final. I'm going to save my input on Texas Roadhouse for later. Okay. Okay. Um, I will say uh, Texas Roadhouse, in my opinion, uh, always a banger on the ribs. They fall off the bone. You know what I'm saying? Like you're always, you pick up the bone and it just falls off. That's my, I've always enjoyed. Have you ever had a steak there? Yeah, you actually made me try it because you actually you were the like put the cheese crumbles, the blue cheese crumbles yep, on it. Yeah, so I've had it there. Uh, myself, and this is going to be controversial. Be whoa, whoa, controversial. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, Matt, sorry. It's Matt. Good. He was talking. Lord. Matt was talking, so I thought he already said his. Give me your number three, Matt. Twin Peaks. Oh, I've never even heard of that. It, it's unreal. Really? Where, where's the, the Where's they're, the they're closest one to here? Colorado, Wyoming. Uh, yeah. Can you give me? Uh, can you tell me what like the kind of food they have and like let me let me just look up this restaurant. Well, okay, so from what I've always heard is the owner of Hooters, <clears throat> they had a falling out, a big falling out. Yeah, and this was the other owner, so he went and started his own company. And it's a better place. I, I mean, the I food's agree. better. I mean, the scenery is better, but the food's phenomenal. <laughs> I was I went to I've only been to one Twin Peaks. It was in Tempe. Put Arizona. that up on the big screen, Johnny. I, I have their website. I was disappointed loaded up. with with the the scenery. 
Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not, not going to lie, dude. Yeah. ASU's right there. I was thinking, like, this is probably... Yeah, really number one, one party school in the America. Yeah, this is going to be one of the best Twin well, Peaks you could go to, you it's, know? It's not, it's not working. What's not working? Hold on. It's right there. I can see it. It's not popping up on my computer, though. We're still it's just recording. pausing everything. We're recording, though, still, I think. Yeah, no, no, it's fine, but it's... We don't need to see it. We don't need to see it. It's a legitimate... So it's like, it's like higher-end bar food, really. Yeah. Like burgers, wings... Women. Okay, now sorry after interrupting you. I really thought you had gone, but Twin Peaks. Um, it, and this is another one that I think was better 10, 15 years ago than it is now, but I still have to put respect on it. Red Lobster. Wow. Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Mm. I will say, I mean... <sighs> All you can eat shrimp. I know. I've had... I've Personally, I have had some bad luck with Red Lobster because... so. I've gone there with some buddies before. Um, my wife is not one that likes seafood, which is hilarious because she's living in Florida and it's funny to me. But anyway, so she's not big on seafood. So these type of restaurants I have to go to with a friend or, I mean, I'm not stupid solo that I go there by myself, but um, they have those combo meals for like two, they say it's like, for two adult males, you know, where you get like, what is it? I, I mean, they claim it's a bunch of seafood. And I remember going there and I asked with a buddy, I was like, hey, can I get, or like, how much food is this going to be? I mean, realistically, is this going to feed both of us? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it comes out and it's four shrimp, jumbo shrimp. Okay. Uh, one lobster tail, two crab clusters. Yeah. I, sent, I mean, it's like a claw <laughs> and then maybe something else. And then like some scallops. And I'm like, that's 50 bucks. And I'm like, I could eat this all by myself and still be hungry. And so the last time I went there, I literally, we ordered that. And then I ended up spending individually myself a hundred more dollars to get the, what is it? I think the largest poundage you can order of crab on there is like four or five pounds. And I ordered that for, and it's like $98 because I was Jeez. so hungry. Yeah, I will say it is highly overpriced for what, and, and back in the day, I feel like the quality was so much better that it was okay to pay those prices, but now it's like, I feel like there's a lot of frozen, like they're just throwing it, frozen it, well, seafood well, it's in. it's all frozen. And, uh, like, I remember I got calamari. I love calamari. They basically, it was like 30 bucks. They put a big basket of, like, this tall of calamari and them fucking pepperoncinis. And it was disgusting. But I have to put it on my list because Shrimp Fest and Cheddar Bay Biscuits is like... Shrimp Fest, I'm with you there. Yeah. And then there's like the lobster one too, but it, I mean, that's a staple. It's really funny that Sean brought up Red Lobster red lobster, because I think the last time I went there was with him and I had a very opposite experience. You had a good experience? <sighs> Sorry. Um, So I went there and they gave me, it was him and Isaac Coombs, oddly enough. Lodge crew member Isaac Coombs. I actually have a funny story about this too. And uh, well, I might be telling it, but... Uh, I ordered just a steak, and these guys were giving me a rash. She's like, "Oh, we went to a seafood place and didn't even get, didn't even get lobster, or crab, or whatever." And they bring me out my plate, and they accidentally put in the order for the. Uh, it was a like twelve ounce ribeye, and the lobster is a surf and turf, and the lobster. They put my order in as that, so I got an entire lobster tail with it for the price of the steak. Mm. And I was like, "Hell yes." No, my my end of the story is a little different, which I, I as soon as I say it, you're going to remember this. But so I claimed that I got food poisoning 
from Red Lobster that night, actually. Um, I don't know whether or not it was the crab and lobster tails that I ate or if it was the entire bottle of apple crown I drank that night, but I puked mm. all over my bed. Mm. I do remember that. Um, so I'm not sure if it, you know, if it goes hand in hand or maybe it was just more so leaning towards another one or not. Definitely the crab. <laughs> I, I think it was the crab, you know. Um, but... I'm torn though because that used to be one of just because I mean being in Montana Billings is the only place that has Red Lobster right there's not one in Missoula or I think anything. there's one in uh, um, Helena Bozeman, maybe there's definitely not one in Helena there's one in Butte no there's not you sure yeah used to live there 100% there's not one in Butte. I feel like I've seen one somewhere else but maybe it was in like Wyoming or something I don't know so that was always like a draw to me because I, I love seafood so it was like Billings has Red Lobster I, oh, yeah. that what I mean you asked me 15 years ago what my what my favorite restaurant was franchise wise it probably would have been red lobster but yeah I think it's like it's a classic banger like you and you even talk about like just the the classic sides you have the the Texas Roadhouse rolls you have the cheddar bay biscuits from red lobster you have the bread all garden breadsticks I mean these are all classic staples you have to put them at least in the running for top five yeah uh Ramsey, well, I'm in the hot seat now huh? yeah you are very underrated and probably not on any of your list, but Fuddruckers. Oh, is that national? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't thinking of that, but that probably beats Roadhouse for me. Oh, yeah. That's dude. sentimental, really. I mean, think about like uh, high school. All uh, you can eat jalapeno cheddar cheese with some potatoes. Yeah, no. <laughs> but like the burgers, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a classic memory in your mind, though, if you're familiar with Fuddruckers, is just like. Getting that burger when you're when you're in high school and shit. Put all your stuff on it. Yeah, putting oh, yeah. cheese you know, and I'm j- I just got to throw this out there. I'm not like I don't know what it is about Fuddruckers. I'm just not like that. Doesn't draw me. Like if I'm thinking like a burger, it's not like I do, I don't want to go there. I don't know why. I always got chicken strips from there. Oh, dude. And then the milkshakes were fire. Oh yeah. I mean, and the, they give you the extra in the little metal cup. Okay, let me let me just ask you guys this: Fuddruckers, does it draw more people there? Not so, like, not so much the taste of food and the actual quality of food. Do you think it's more the atmosphere and how they present you your burger versus the actual food? That and the price point. I I wouldn't say one is more powerful than the other. I feel like it, it's pretty balanced. Do you think so? Like, well, I kind of feel like it's more like Red Lobster. Like it used to be really really popular. But, you know, you could see the meat hanging there and you could see them grinding your meat up and, you know, everything was in-house. And, then, and well, I think the one burning there, down, like, kind of made it not as cool. Don't they have, like, a... Most of them have, like, an ice cream plate, mm-hmm. like, deli, like, fudge thing like they do. Oh, yeah. Like, pies and, like, yeah. Perkins kind of. They do that, right? Mm-hmm. Most of them do, yeah. Speak about a banger. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, uh, but that we have because there was two Fuddruckers in Billings and, and now there's only the one, one. The heights burned down but uh that place on the west end is always that location i will say is hacked perfect duck pond dude oh, i mean yeah. that is cool like the location of the one at least in this in this always just is... like 70 people in there every time i've been there but, uh, all right sean we're on around round two here round two all right i'm gonna just like let me just pull this out of the um the back pages here. Um, I I don't think this will be anybody's number one, but I'm. I mean, it's just it's it's a type of place you go to. It's a good atmosphere. It's good for any sporting scenario. It's always got good food. I'm gonna throw a Buffalo Wild Wing. Mm, highly disagree with that. It's another one they've gone down to <sighs> hugely. 
in my opinion. I mean, I would say, weren't they acquired by Arby's? I feel like that's kind of when they were (laughs) going down. Are you you an Arby's hater? No, not at all. They are the low class. Where did Arby's get enough money to buy Buffalo (laughs) (laughs) Wild? Like, I've ate there maybe 12 times in my life. Where? Arby's. Arby's makes good chicken, bacon, Swiss, dude. You were yeah, a truck maybe, driver. Maybe eight times. You're right. I love how our food, our segments are always about food. It's great, especially when you're like on a huge diet and all you can think about is food. Just it <laughs> makes it so much better. Now, another thing about Fuddruckers, though, where else can you go and get an elk burger? True. Or bison, too. I didn't even know yeah. that. I, I don't know any other place around here. My freezer boy. Yeah. No, that's cool, though. I do. Uh, so Sean did. Um, Buffalo Wild Wings. Really, I feel like any there's nothing to say more about Buffalo Wild Wings. It is what it is. We've all been there. Um, it is it is great. I mean mm. but boneless wings five years fire. ago. Have you honestly yeah. ever been disappointed there? Yeah. Uh, Multiple times. Have you guys Buffalo ever Wild Wings? Have yeah. you guys ever had where they you like order some and uh like they don't sauce it good enough and there's like just pieces of bare chicken? Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's dry and chewy. I'm really because they made it at noon and you got it at four. Yeah. Well, I think that Sean makes a good point. Buffalo Wild Wings in his prime was the the place. I mean, just for drinks. And I mean, they have good fries. Have you noticed a trend with uh, with with Sean's picks here that both of them had have have had bars like open liquor bars? No, actually, Famous Dave does he, not sell liquor. Dave's. They Famous do Dave's. not sell oh, liquor. All of Garden's Terrence. Terrence. All right. Speaking all right. of Terrence, let's let's roll number round two for you here, buddy. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go Buka de Pepe. I I, I don't know how to spell that. Like Buka B U C A. Just put Buka. Now what what is that place? P E P A or something? It's an Italian spot in Vegas, but I'm pretty sure they're. That is actually the one I was thinking about when you were talking about Italian. They're Vegas all over California. Yeah, our resident Californian would know that. Buca de Pepe. Yeah, some. You're welcome. (laughs) I put it in as Buca de Pepe. (laughs) Send it. That place is crazy, man. You can get this like spaghetti feast. It literally comes out with softball sized meatballs. I cannot appreciate an Italian place more that that has giant meatballs, dude. It's so underrated. I don't want to have just a meat sauce, I want a giant ass meatball. Me too. You know, I'm going to be honest here. I feel like the guys in this room that aren't like they did don't that throw you for a loop. It did. I was <sighs> computer. Um, the guys that don't travel as much in this room, I think are going to be limited more so than the guys that because like, I mean, I've traveled, but I don't, I truly don't remember like Vegas. I've been to Vegas three times now. I don't, I honestly truly don't remember a restaurant that was like, Hard Rock Cafe, dude. That was good. That was good. That's a national chain, I would say. But the the PBR one's dope there too. That's the problem with me is I don't like Heart Attack. (laughs) Heart Attack Grill, dude. Three fifty. That's not a national chain. (laughs) I don't know. I I feel like I I feel like I'm geographically inclined. I do. Yeah, but there's enough the giant scale outside. Yeah, there's enough chains locally that you can put your your hat. That's close. It's three forty. Ramsey's the only one that wanted to finish the burger that didn't, just so he could be spanked. Ramsey's lying to you about his <laughs> weight because he doesn't want to tell you what he actually weighed before at the end. Of this the- was three years ago. Okay, okay. We, I, you, I thought you were saying you could have never done it. Well, I could have. We both could have done it. 
Cool. I'm We're on the top out. five list. <laughs> Let's roll into Cal. I want to change mine. I want to put Famous Dave's as three and Fuddruckers as two. Yeah, put some respect on it. I like those. Fud. God, I'm getting so hungry right now. Famous Dave's is two. All right, Matt, number two. Take that. No, I'd have no, to no, go no. Famous Fred. Dave's three, Fuddruckers two. Let me swap. Yeah, Matt's unfair because he's like a world traveler, but go ahead. I'd have to go with the Cheesecake Factory. Ooh, uh, I don't know that one. I just... It, what kind of food's there? Can someone tell me? It's, it's good. Everything. <laughs> I, mean, I understand that. Fire. Is it like is it like a cafe kind of style? No, or? it's like a true. It's like a true. I would if I had to Diner classify style. it in star style, that is probably a three and a half four star restaurant. Yeah, I mean it has everything from wings to appetizer, like thirty appetizers on their menu, and then they have like classics like shepherd pie to hamburgers isn't there like um, um and, and then you get and then you get bread you get a sourdough and like their their brown bread or rye or whatever doesn't their menu look like a book yes yeah, yeah. so essentially i'd like to try it have you ever that. been to one riley no i never I, so, heard of it you're gonna get the option when we go to the california so the thing is though is like about it i've you, also never had in and out so we should have that too i never had that when you order a, like a slice of cheesecake from the cheesecake factory like it's, it's huge it's like an entire Cheesecake that you could buy from like Albertsons in town. Do you know what what this list makes me? Size is like this big, like a three slice. Yes, it's massive. These lists make me really hate that I grew up being overweight because I feel like I just didn't do overweight right. I feel like I missed out on so many good things. You know, I could have had. You know, for the guys that are in this room that have eaten at cheese at a cheesecake factory, knowing that there is not one of Billings, I want you to name the town, the city that you ate it in. You went to it. Salt Lake, uh, mm, like just one, like just one, or yeah, yeah, just uh, like your first experience. My first uh, was in uh, San Diego, California. Mm. I would go be figure in Minnesota somewhere, I believe, or right on the border, Wisconsin, somewhere in there. Kyle, do you ever eat one? I've never been to one. No. Mine is uh, Denver, Colorado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was gonna say Denver was the second time yeah. I've been there. It's good. Nice. I'd like to try it. Yeah, we're moving around. Um, So I, again, you guys know that my picks are usually very sedimental. Um, There's really no backing on them being really good, um, other than the fact that they're just a staple in the the history of eating. Um, When I was in high school, I would go to Mm. this place. It would be ritual, whether you win or lost. I feel Friday like night you know games. Where this is. Friday night games. Everyone was going there every Friday, and it has it holds a special place in my heart. I again another place that I think has gone downhill, um, but still holds a place in my heart is uh, good old. And this place is uh, highlighted on the best TV. Sean show. has already wrote it down. It's highlighted on the best TV show ever created, Friday Night Lights. It's a place they go every weekend to. Uh, that would be Applebee's. Yep, that's what he wrote Sorry, down. Coleman. I just, I'm going to be honest, is Applebee's not based around just being a bar food restaurant? I mean, seriously. I would say it's similar to Applebee's that. when I was a kid was like a luxury. Like, it was like the go-to place back in Has the Has Applebee's 90s. been around since the 40s? Yeah. That's Amy, buddy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I didn't realize they were in the 1800s. <laughs> hey, okay, so my thing is, though, is like, honestly, you go there, like the, the two for 25 and the two for 20 was like, a, it was a great advertising scheme i mean it was like marketing wise it was good but their 
limitations they gave you. What what did you get? It was either the, I the can't Ford. put the whole damn thing on the two for twenty. I know, but that was ninety percent of the people that go there order the two for twenty, and it was what it was the four cheese mac and the the garlic parmesan shrimp. Stay. Yeah, I, I will say you are pretty limited. Their menu is pretty limited. It is, um, and it's gotten worse over the years. Like there's, you know, we were. It was a play, It was another place other than the the football scene. My fam, mom and dad. That was a big mom and dad place to go to. And my mom would always. No, make if us, it wasn't Fuddruckers, it was Applebee's. My mom would always try to convince us that we need to eat salads. So uh, they had a really good blackened chicken salad. Big big fan of that. Um, and then uh, it was always. I remember the one time with one of the football players ordered forty wings. Uh, and they have pretty decent wings, um, but it was always a Whiskey River barbecue burger for me. Mm. But we, we can go on forever, so Ramsey, go ahead. All right, this one's already been said, but my number two is Texas Roadhouse. Solid pick. That, is, that is a solid pick. I mean, I I just want to... It doesn't get the top spot, but it's it's number two. Let me type this in here. It's got the aggressive stance to to type. Okay, I'm looking up something on his phone. I am. Uh, let's move to me here. I just, I, I wasn't sure on this, and I cannot find, I mean, you guys might be able to answer this. I was going to change number two for me. Is Who Hut a national chain? Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I'm putting that on my number two. I am. I'm going to change that from Buffalo Wild Wings to Who Hut. I have to. Shit, that is a good one. I think that's how you spell it, right? Who Hut. No, it's this. It's Who Hut. Yeah. Nope, you did it wrong. You had it right the first time. Did I? <laughs> okay, so that's my number two. I'm, I got to rechange it. I mean, I got to change that. It's just, it, honestly, like I said, B-dubs never, never uh, put me down in a way, but maybe it was because I had three or four beers before I ate the wings. Um, Hoo Hut is like a banger every, oh, every single time. time you go there. And I got to knock that down as my number two. And I'm going to throw in at my number one, it is, I, I go there every year on my birthday it's uh without remorse the sides are the best i've ever had it's just an all-around great place to get a steak texas roadhouse is my number one there's no doubt in my mind you could never change my mind that it, that that is the steeple this staple the steeple it's the church steeple and the staple of my national chain restaurants right there for sure it's a good one. I, I mean, it's gonna be high on the list. I think. Have you guys it's ever like list. seriously had a bad side from Texas Roadhouse? This is why I was kind of holding back until I gave my number one. I don't think so. Their rice are amazing. They have good burnt ends too. I like those. Yeah. I mean, it's like the prime rib. It sucks because they realistically, if you go there post six o'clock, you're not getting the prime rib. But if you go there before, I mean, there's a chance maybe six thirty seven you might get it, but. Prime rib is fantastic every time. Their their house made horseradish is unbelievable. Even if you don't get the prime rib, the ribeye, the steaks are just phenomenal every single time. That's like one of Matt's biggest conundrums every time he goes there is whether he's going to get the prime rib or the ribeye. Yes, every know? time. It just depends if the prime rib is available. It just depends if I want like more like. The texture, like your prime ribs, a different texture than the ribeye. Now, if they would take the prime rib and then barbecue it at the same time, you'd be money. 
But the price is always there too. Oh yeah, I mean, where, where else can you get a twenty-some ounce bone-in ribeye for twenty-five bucks? Yeah, and they're showing you the steak in yep. front of you as you walk in. Yeah, versus, you pick it. Yeah, right. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. All right, we'll move on to the Taryn here because number one, I'm going bourbon and bones. Easily, it's the best place I've ever been to in my life. Where is this located? Uh, the one I went to was in Santan Mall in Gilbert, Arizona. What kind of food do they have there? It's very high end steakhouse. Yep, very, bourbon very and tomahawks. Mm, nice tomahawk yeah, steak, like four thousand dollar meal type ah. of high end. What? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is a national chain. I mean, there. I believe there's three of them. It's it just started a few years ago, but it's been <laughs> there. So it's kind of like uh, that Salt Bay guys have, and his is going national. Yeah, like that. something like that. But I'm gonna be completely honest with you, Taryn. I am intellectually there with you on one third of your picks. <laughs> the other two, I have no <laughs> fucking clue what they are. You gotta travel more. I've heard of Buda de Beppo, uh, but that was the Buca. one. I was... yeah, Buca it's Buca de Pepe. Whatever the hell it is. <laughs> Did you look it up? No, I just typed in his Pepe. You should look up Bourbon and Bones. We'll do that. All right, Kyle. Number one, I might have to go Who Hot. Oh, oh that is so good, dude. Place is so good. I've eaten there a lot with Kyle. Kyle and Garrett. Dude. Recently. The first, I always that was make a... the same mistake every time I go there and make it way too spicy. I end up drinking like six Corona. <laughs> that is Matt shop to a boat. That was the first team. time I met Matt. Was at Who Hut. That is yeah. true. Uh, I would say that Who Hut's a really good like after hunting spot. Like when you've been like hiking and shit all weekend. Or Panda. Panda's a bad You know what's dude, hilarious, but... though, is go to Who Hut with Garrett. I've never done it. That dude kills himself. He literally, time. the dude is like he 120 pounds soaking wet, and he'll eat probably 80 pounds of noodles and fucking meat. Oh, I dude, mean, he's like, it's otherworldly how yeah. much food he can fit into two bowls. Only place that I've ever seen this guy eat an astronomical amount and out eat me, you know? It's crazy. The dude eats like crazy. It's impressive for such a small person. He ain't out eating Ramsey, though. That's well, no, but that's just impossible. <laughs> maybe right now he probably could. All right, no, rolling I, along here. I Matthew. still got it. Okay, my number one spot, which nobody here probably has been to, but you guys will because I got reservations for us on Saturday, is King's Fish House. Hmm. That's on 6th, that little place? No, and it's in California, oh. Nevada, pretty much back... back in the western states so it's like a long john silvers <laughs> on steroids <laughs> on big time steroids and crack maybe i i we don't have any good seafood places around here probably because we're far from sea, and you but... guys uh, and i did book it i booked it like a month ago because you can't get in there i like it it's good i like to have a good seafood option on the menu here um, so which, as which before you get in this, which one of you guys is not the seafood guy? Is it Ramsey? It's, Ramsey, it's me. I see, I'm weird, I don't like fish at all. I'm starting to like we've talked about, I've tried to, I'm trying to get into walleye and pike eating it more. Love fish. Um, Ramsey likes fish. I only oh, oh, have like 50 different fishes on the menu. Like it's there. a mahi, mm. um, oh, no, but I love chilean sea bass there. I love sea, I love like shrimp, lobster. So you're like crab. the opposite, you yeah. don't like fish, he likes fish, but you don't like crab and lobster. And shrimp. I don't say, I wouldn't say that he won't even it. let Matt make shrimp his best, like wonderful shrimp. When we uh, go all I eat is, is mango habanero, ha, have, have bacon you guys, wrap shrimp. Do you, do you guys do uh oysters? 
No. Nah. I do. I will. No, 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 I don't do oysters neither, but I've done them there. And I'll tell you what, it, it'll change your mind when you get a good one. Okay, so before we, I mean, just a quick thing before we go into Riley's here, just for our guests and everybody in this room, what makes you a seafood guy? Do you, like, people like people like Ramsey that only eat fish but won't eat, like, scallop style, like, shell fish in a sense. I mean, do you have to enjoy fish and shellfish to be able to be, a, you know, considered a seafood guy? I would put them in the same boat, in my eyes. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like you can like water. one or the other. Yeah, yeah, but but one or the other is still the same, in my opinion, I guess. You go into this fish house to have fish or seafood. But yeah. you can get fish that aren't in the sea. Yeah. Except for the sea bass is from the sea, and I'll tell you what. You gotta try. It. Is that is the sea bass anything. from the sea? Yeah. I will try anything. I just like I I won't go out of my way to eat fish. Like I'd rather eat chicken and steak and stuff like that. So uh, uh, as you can imagine, my last answer here is gonna be long winded. Um, Good. I want to put two honorable mentions in. I've never had them, but this would be the kind of food that I would like. Uh, P.F. Chang's. Has anyone ever had that? Oh, yeah. I had their like you like the prepackaged stuff. I love buy. Chinese food. I want to try it so bad, and it would be my number one, I guarantee you, if I've ever had it before. Never had to it. To be honest with you, Panda is better than P.F. Chang. Okay, well, then maybe I won't like it. Um, to be totally And honest then the other you. one, see, I make a list so we can have some diversity here. None of my real top threes are, are going to be what a lot of these guys said. I'm just saying my own list to give some diversity here. Um, my other honorable mention is that place that's like an adult playground. I've never been to that either. Even Buster's? Yes. I, I, it's, I think it's okay. Not a lover's playground, Matt. An adult playground. <laughs> <laughs> well, on Dave and Buster's, the foods. It's like, it's managed. okay. It, it's, it's almost good. like Applebee's kind of, yeah. you know, but the atmosphere is cool. I mean, to drink in there and play some games is that's That's awesome. what makes people leave there and go, oh, the food wasn't bad. If they just went there and it was just the food they were serving, you'd be like, this place is fucking terrible. I wouldn't hate if we got one here. I think it'd be interesting. All right, I'll give my real number one right now. And again, Thank God, thank you. I have another staple, another thing that you probably oh grew up gosh. going to with your grandma. Um, this isn't a place that I would say the food is Golden uh, Corral. No, it's uh, dude. Golden Corral was banger, dude. Even though you could get sick every other time you went, but this place is—is is it in Billings? Let me. It is in Billings. Yes. Um, it's not the best food on the planet. It's got. Solid food, like like you oh. eat it and you're like, I'm I'm doing good, um, you know, like I can get like a mashed potatoes and 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 uh, meatloaf, or I can get the you know it's it's all classic food. There's a cool atmosphere, um, and I think it's just classic uh, pickle barrel. It's closed, or not pickle barrel, cracker, cracker. <laughs> cracker barrel. Oh, I was gonna <laughs> say pickle barrel. Yeah. When the hell do you get mashed potatoes there? Cra here? Cracker barrel, cracker barrel, and it's cheap. Uh, that's uh, another thing. Like you go there and you get a you get a good amount of food for cheap. That's your number one. That, that should have been my number one. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, tell you right now. That is literally the farthest thing that I could think yeah, of in a top, top list. Right. That place you order food, and okay, it is swap pickle barrel. Is my tiny. pickle barrel. My my. It is it literally you get the what do they have there? It's the uh, the hash brown uh, casserole, mm -hmm. and you order that as an entree, and it's this big. It is literally this. Yeah, but big. it's also like four dollars. No, it's yeah, not. It's like no, no, eight. No, no. So for lunch, you get a biscuit, cornbread, meatloaf, and the hash brown thing. That's like four ninety nine. Yeah, I see? mean, 
That's solid. Serving size is way too small for me. It is I it, I can't even put that in my top three hundred. But you can order two entrees for what a cheeseburger is at McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. All right, Ramsey, yeah. round us up before Sean gets triggered here. I am. Mine's already been said. You whenever we have the opportunity, I eat there every year for my birthday. My favorite sit down restaurant ever. Olive Garden. Olive Garden. Mm-hmm. Love Olive Garden. All right, we're going to round this up now. We're going to give our top five. Oh, oh, you get to dive into yours, but I don't get to dive we're into We're dragging this out a little too long. Let's just get our top five sold here. Um, I'm going to put I'm gonna put in a, a vote here. Number five, we just said it, Olive Garden. Anyone else? I could. I, I mean, that what are the five three. we're working with, though? Uh, out of all of them. Do, should we eliminate the ones we don't want? Yeah, let's yeah, just do the top let's three. Order the okay, top cool, cool. Five, yeah. Um, I, you guys can take all mine out. Bread lobster is not a top fiver. I think we'll definitely get rid of Cracker Barrel. We can get rid of Cracker Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Applebee's, dude, is. I think that you can Applebee's keep it. Applebee's has to go. Go, okay. go. Um, so let's talk about. Sean's got. Uh, I, I think have, we keep. This is what I got for me. So let's just go down the list here. Matt, we got King's Fish House. This is He's the only one that's eaten there, the so it's got to go. It's got to go. I mean, it's just it may be amazing, but I don't it's know. It's got to go, and we'll check that back off on the list in April. Cheesecake Factory. I I can't. I have put never that, been there. I never can't been. put that. Twin Peaks. Never. Never been there. I would leave Twin Peaks in there. Twin Peaks has to stay in there. It's good food. Top fiber. Yeah. yeah. All right, fine. We'll leave Twin Peaks on there. Uh, okay, Kyle so has. We're going to Riley's are out. Ramsey, Olive Garden. I I I would put Olive Garden at my five. Yeah, I would. I would keep it. Everybody say a five is probably pretty good yeah, on Olive Garden. I, I like yeah, I go four or five on Olive. Okay, yeah. we'll go Olive Garden at five. What was the Ramsey's other ones? Um, let me go up. We got like Famous Dave's. Ramsey Fud has Fud. Texas Roadhouse and Fuddruckers. Fuddruckers has got to be four. I can't yeah. keep Fuddruckers. Gotta go higher. I can't keep Fuddruckers. I keep I keep Fuddruckers. I keep it. Oh, I'd get. I keep it, but I don't know what four. No. I'll, I'll, you think it's higher? I, I, I don't Olive Garden and Fuddruckers. Like yeah, I don't think three. I don't think Fuddruckers is higher than Olive Garden. No so swap them. No. Swap them. Swap them. Yeah, yeah you can put Fuddruckers yeah. at five and Olive Garden. At, Ramsey had two in his top five. Very nice. Yeah, and you know my so, one is Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> Guys, do we just want to make a consensus here? Texas, Texas Roadhouse, Roadhouse is number, number one, one for number me. One. Yeah, I'm going to put it at number one. For right. sure. um, I think I, as much as I hate to do this because uh, I Sean brought it up, so I didn't bring it up. I fucking love Famous Dave's. Like, I love it. But we have to throw it out. It's I, not a consensus. In the why world. would you? You why? guys wouldn't put that at three? Yeah, that was on three. Yeah, oh, was, was it really? Yeah. I'll put Famous, Famous Dave's at Famous three. Dave's. Yeah, Famous Dave's is at three for yeah. me. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we have three, four, five figured out? And one. and one. And one. So uh, I'm going to throw this out there. I don't know what and, you guys and, think. And I think Who Hot for number two. I would yeah. put Who Hot at two. Yeah. I'm in agreement. This is the best, most agreed, agreeable five top five we've ever had. What was left? Uh, from- I got Texas Roadhouse at one. I'm going to yeah. call that out. Yeah, right oh, now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We already made that. I mean, decision. yes. Okay. So uh, yeah. let's just, I just want you guys to like realize this that the top five for the census group here is my top three. Just saying. Yeah, but all three of mine made it on. John the top also five. started the list, so and we he had to start just... googling it. So no, I didn't. He googled like the top five. So we and then we lost bourbon. We lost. Oh. So I'll go up. This is what we got. Can't lose we bourbon. lost. Kyle we had lose Kyle bourbon, made, but, but top five. Kyle was top five. Yeah. Kyle was top five. Money. Taren, yeah. Taren yeah, is uh, one out of three. I mean, because we don't know these other two, which is tough. I'm 
Just you made all three. I made the exact list for top three. Just saying. Uh, Ramsey made top three. three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he made top three. Riley is a loser. Um, <laughs> Matt is also a loser. Cracker Barrel, Applebee's, and Red Lobster. I, I mean, if you look at that from the outside looking this in. This is all nostalgia for you. Do you guys, are you guys in agreement with this top five? I mean, like, realistically. I love you it. You guys can look behind you and for, you can for, see this. For, this. Uh, for Billings, Montana, I'd say this is a perfect top five. Yeah. Easily. For, I, nas- for national and Billings. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. I'm going to put this out there, though. I would erase number five, personally. But that's just me. You're the only I, one. I like it. And I replace really. it with what? Yeah, Sean. If I had to replace number five, Pizza Ranch. No. <laughs> Pizza Ranch does does bang, though. Their chicken is not bad. I like their chicken, yeah. yeah. I, I like their salad. I like, I, I, I'm guys, be- guys, can we can I say one more thing real quick, but it wasn't on the list. Can we can we throw some appreciation for the places like Perkins, JB's, Rest in Peace, Denny's, dude, Corby's, Denny's, Four all these, yeah. all these. Like, Denny's is only good like from midnight to five, though. Yeah, but when <laughs> else perfect. are you at freaking Denny's? I hop, but, but the freaking things closed now from midnight on. We Billings is and not both a of them. Twenty-four They're, hour they restaurant yeah, they period. Can't, they can't the really hire people. In, in Billings, Montana, we have no twenty-four hour restaurant no more. Wow. You ever heard of Hardy's is even closed out of Denny's, banned from a Denny's. Why has Taryn been kicked out of a Denny's? Sure, twice. Oh. he's been banned twice. <laughs> <laughs> what did he sneak in the second time? No. Or was it a different location? No, somebody wanted to have a food fight one time. No more grand slams for you, boy. I remember I picked up a fry, like their thick fries or whatever you know, at Denny's, and I go to throw it at this kid, and the tip of my finger hits like their lights that are. Hanging, oh, I was there for this. And it goes <laughs> shatters. Oh, you I. It's weird that I remember this, but like stupid little details. They were all out of chocolate milk, but they had some in the back, and you made the lady go in the back and get you chocolate milk. Funniest thing I've ever watched in my entire life. You're like, it's it, it's in your store. Oh, dude. go get it. Danny's chocolate milk is a top, probably top two chocolate mm. milks ever. I'm I'm putting it up there with True Moo whole milk for real. <laughs> We are diving deep. Uh, let me the let me trice. let me just, just put let me just put this once out there. I don't know about you guys, but I don't know if you classify this as fast food or not. But my number five that would replace Fuddruckers easily. Five guys. That's a that's, mm, fast, that's food, right? fast food. Yeah. I don't know. Mo- to is me, Mooya is ten times better than Five Guys. Mooya is more of a restaurant too. See, there's a lot, but that's not national. I mean, we're we're, we're getting into this. I mean, because oh, I would say it's, it's Rio very C- national. Like I would say, like Rio Sabina's is better. Chow Ma, or, uh, but it's a national fast food though. Well, Cafe Rio, yeah. is Cafe Rio national. Right. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Cafe Rio's good. Cafe Rio. All right, guys. Well, I don't, I don't even know still. if you can classify Moya's fast food. No, I don't know because you have to sit down when you go there. Yeah, but the stipulation was a waiter. A server, whatever, yeah. All right, boys. Now that we're all starving, we're going to finish things up here. That was a great top five list. Um, as always, check out the merchandise. Uh, we have it available at the BNB store, bullmountainbrothers.com. Um, turkey raffle tickets are still rolling. Let's get them Let's get them sold so we can raise some, some good money for the Starlight Foundation. Uh, our fundraisers that are coming up in two weeks, make sure you can go to those. Um, Anything else we got lined up, boys, that we need to talk about? Sounds good to me. Thanks, the FNH crew here, the owners of FNH Contracting and Fence. Um, 
I'm glad that we could finally get both of you in here to have you know a little bit more of a uh, in-depth look into what you guys do and why we should check you out if we're looking for our fence. Um, continue to hear you guys on the podcast for the future. Um, and as always, we will catch you on the next one. See ya. Later. Thanks for listening to another episode of Bull Mountain Brothers. Hey, if you're looking for more Bull Mountain Brothers, be sure to follow us on TikTok and Instagram at bull underscore mountain underscore brothers and Facebook and YouTube at Bull Mountain Brothers. Also, don't forget to check out our B&B store at bullmountainbrothers.com where you can find some super sweet deals on some seasonal merchandise and outdoor gear.